welcome back to another episode of Julie Chin's favorite podcast. That was nice. Uh, uh, I, I did like it. I mean, we wish because I, I, I'm convinced Julie Chen will one never really watch the show and one never listen to any podcasts about the show. She checked out of the two hour Sunday episode. She said, listen, <laughs> they booked me for an hour and that hour is done. Ju- Julie Chen is like the rest of us. Julie Chen goes to work for her check and then goes home. I'm going to look up Julie Chen's salary while you tell the people who you are. I am Melanie Blues. I am here. Live feed extraordinaire now, I guess. It's been yes. <laughs> three weeks of... Uh... <laughs> you are a, 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 a live feed ext- uh, expert. You bring you bring to the show depth in a way that I do not. Uh- <laughs> it's okay. I might have to... I don't know if I can continue on like this. <laughs> I, yeah, it doesn't seem sustainable. I, no. I appreciate you doing it, but I don't know how you do it girl i don't know how i do it either um i might have to stop we'll see how long i can keep it going does not i (laughs) am uh ryan ryan graham how much do you think julie makes per episode it's less than i thought well it's gonna be less because she's only a host so she's not like an executive producer so she's not getting that no No. if she was an executive producer she'd care much more about the show (laughs) she'd be like jeff who's like out there like really making sure the people on survivor are like not hurting themselves and stuff like that but so I would say I don't know. I mean, fifty thousand per app. It's uh seventy five. Okay, no, I wasn't. I wasn't bad. I was fifteen thousand no, off. Yeah, uh, I'm like. I guess I just think because she's been doing it so long, I thought she would make a lot more. But apparently, it's only seventy five thousand. I mean, hell, hell, lol, only seventy five thousand an episode. <laughs> well, I was trying to compare it to like just just seeing how much actors sometimes make on an I mean, episode. That's fair. They do make, and, a and lot. it depends on their name. So I would just be like. Julie probably makes as much as like a high end actor on a as a TV oh, series regular. I feel like you know we have fifty thousand feels low for Julie Chin to have been doing this for twenty years. You know what I mean? But I mean, whatever. I mean, whatever. Julie making money, and that's all that matters. More than me, and I'm doing this for free. So, exactly. so here we are. <laughs> well, let's get into the episode. So Wednesday, we are at the veto competition. Pooch has put himself up. <laughs> Pooch. Pooch has put himself up next to Taylor, and he is convinced that a he's going to win this veto, and that b Taylor's going home regardless. So that's kind of setting the scene for where we are in this episode. God. Poor Pooch. I'm like, not poor Pooch, but also poor Pooch. Because I'm like, he got annoying, but I was like, damn, what an idiot. <laughs> like I always ask every episode, have they seen the show? Not believe in karma or something like that. I don't think Pooch thought he put out bad karma. Like I think no. he was awful to Taylor. A, that's not edited in the show. And B, I don't think he thinks he's awful to Taylor. <laughs> I think he thinks that he is like with the house when he is. Because karma is the wrong word. But some people like, oh, if you have a big interview, you don't want to talk about it because you don't want to like, you don't want to jinx it. Kind of like that. Like mm. being overconfident. I yes. think nobody in this house understands the idea of not being overconfident because a lot of them are very bold in mm. what they're saying, which is like, I know I'm safe. What about the show makes you know you're safe? I understand yeah. like thinking and like being like mad, but like, no, I would never know that I'm safe. What That don't make sense at all in the show. The point of the show is to lie and everyone's like, only Taylor's lying. And it's like, huh? <laughs> Which ironically, she's like one of the few people telling the truth. Probably <laughs> 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 the only person telling the truth. Everybody else is lying and everybody's like, everybody else is telling the truth. I got them wrapped around my finger and it's like, no, you're and going home. They're all lying. The, the other thing is that they all think someone else is wrapped around their finger and each one of them is like, fuck that person. <laughs> I was literally <laughs> thinking today, I'm like, all these people, the problem is that they all think 
that the other is stupid, but they are all stupid, but not in the way that they each think they're stupid, if that makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Joseph is like, hey, I don't know, man. You might want to like be like looking out for this. Seems a little like <laughs> sketch. He's like, what? What? Like, and he, Joseph leaves and he's like, what an idiot. And I'm like, Pooch, this is not going to edit well. This is going to look so dumb on you because literally everyone else around you is being like, get Pooch out of here. God, Jasmine in this accent. I want to know which producer is making her do this because she had like a million. I'm hotter than a, a chicken in a coop of wings. Like I'm hotter than Kentucky fried chicken in, in the backwoods of a swamp. Where did these like country bumpkin one-liners come from? It's like, I don't, I know they're coaching her to do this and I hate it. <laughs> I need it. I think it's a mixture of both. I think they're coaching her and I and I think they're feeding into it. I'll be like, oh, you're gonna um appeal to more American viewers. Cause I'm sure Jasmine is there to try and get Instagram famous. So let's not pretend like- I can see this. She's trying to have a moment. So she's like, cause it's how committed she is to this accent. It's so <laughs> weird. Like I wrote down, I really want someone to tell her to stop that fake ass accent. If I was in the house, I'd have been like, what is this? Yeah, I can't take this anymore. <laughs> it was funny when we first got in the house and now I'm like, it's a lot. Because <laughs> it's not on the live feeds, right? So it's when she's normally in a conversation talking to people, you don't hear it. But then as soon as she's in the diary room or even nominating people, she... <laughs> and I'll be in the meeting like, why are you doing that accent? <laughs> Who is this? Oh, did you watch Flavor of Love? Buck Wild, where's your accent? go she's a white girl with like the real like hood accent and then when she got eliminated or someone tried to fight her she lost it and they were like where did your accent go girl <laughs> I, I would call her out and be like this ain't real this ain't exactly stop. but i truly can't take it i'm like I'm so excited for her reign to end because it's just so thick it's cartoonish it feels like a character it does not feel like a, it doesn't feel like a real southern accent it feels because like because if someone has an accent sometimes you're like oh i just don't know what they're saying like you know what i mean like that's like fine but it's like you can clearly hear what she's saying but you're also like what it's <laughs> Sounds like what I imagine like people in Europe, when they think of like a American or Southern accent, it's what they would do. No, I'm ready for her reign to be over because it's a lot. It's a lot. The girls are the ones that kind of decide that they want to vote Pooch out, right? He like asked to be on the block. The girls decide they wanted to vote him out. This is the one time Jasmine Lyon finally helps her in the game because she's like lying to Pooch about him not being a target. And I'm like, because otherwise she just lying for no reason. Right. I'd be thinking she's just delusional. I don't think she knows she's lying. Like, I think she thinks she's telling the truth. You think Jasmine's like fully convinced of her reality? It's not a lie to her. She's like, yeah, no, that happened. I think Jasmine thinks she's a better player than she is. So if Pooch wins, they're like talking about what their backup plan will be if they'll just vote Taylor out because Taylor's just their constant backup plan. Giving racist. A lot of it is fully given like, we're just going to vote the Negro out. And I'm like, I'm like, I need us to really stay, take a step back and think about what we're doing. Yeah, well, you know, they're just like, oh, well, you know, Taylor's always still there. So she could always go at any moment's notice. Because I will say like last season, though we weren't podcasting, so there's no proof of anybody hearing me say this, but like I was okay with Britney constantly going on the block for the game. And I'm literally okay with Taylor constantly going on the block if it was really game. Yes. People keep saying, oh, Taylor's public enemy number one. But I'm like, is she? Other than people saying it, I don't feel like she is. I don't think she's an actual threat. So I'm like, I don't get why she's still like the go-to. Yeah, put her up. Terrence should be the Britney of the season. And I'm like, yeah, just keep putting Terrence up. Because being on the block, and though I know it's tough and it's emotional because you don't know if you're ever going to leave. And I can understand why people wouldn't want to be 
be put on the block constantly. But I'm okay if it's truly game based, people continuously yeah. being upon and being put up on the block because that is that is what you signed up for. But the other stuff that they're talking about, about like, oh, it's because she's rubbing people the wrong way. I don't think she is. That Even if she is. <laughs> that's dumb. That's a stupid reason to put somebody on the block. And if you are going to put somebody up on the block for that, which is something if I was in the house, I might do. You need to be honest. I'll be up there like, I don't like you. I'm putting you on the, <laughs> on the block. <laughs> You're going on the block because I don't like your face. In fact, I just hate your presence. I can't stand living in this house with you for another moment and I would like to get you out. That's that level of honesty would be, because that is yeah. game two. We're annoyed with you. Like, and I'm like, and I, what's the harm in that? Like, I feel like that, that way you can be like, what are you mad at me for? I'm like, yeah, I just don't like. Yeah, instead of like, oh, she has to keep apologizing. No, I just don't want to be in the house with you anymore. You're driving me crazy. I would like to vote you out. It's personal. I do wish people were a little more honest because like they will use, also use the, we don't talk enough game after literally a scene will play right before that, that they were talking game. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, it doesn't make sense. But okay, go. Because I think at least if you are going to do personal reasons if you are honest with the personal reasons then that's part of the game if that makes sense but when yeah. you're lying about a personal reason then that makes it icky and makes it not gamey it feels weird like it would it would be better for you to just be like straight up and be like i don't like you like i don't like you and for my sanity i don't want to play with you anymore i guess maybe i don't like you i mean which also could be the truth but you could if you wanted to make it more gamey you could be like i think you're coming for me i don't think that you were someone who would protect me the root of all that is that i don't like you you don't like me but like that makes more sense if you make it to jury you you're not voting for me because we don't get along like say that because i'm like I, I don't think you're voting for me so you need to go i want to ask you about this segment of kyle in the bathroom trying to put his contacts in before the competition i was like are y'all low on content because all these house guests do is talk about taylor that this is this is what you have to put in the <laughs> episode they're scrambling to find anything other than them being racist to taylor they're like okay we cannot put this on tv america's already too polarized we need to find something else and they're like you know what? i got it we'll give kyle and michael contacts I was like, this is a waste of time. I wanted to skip past it because I was like, I don't care about this. And I don't think putting contacts in is that hard. It's not for me. I wear glasses. Nobody can see me because this is an audio podcast. But I wear glasses. It was not that hard for me. But I will say my brother, my dad paid for him for a year's supply of contacts that he has never worn. Oh, wow. He okay. couldn't put in his eye. I, I don't mind touching my eye. Like I will. Just, I also don't. I've never put in contact. So maybe I shouldn't say it's easy. I, you know, I'll take that. I'll but that. if you if you can't touch your eye, then it's easy. Oh, the problem yeah. is that most people who can't do it are afraid of touching their eye because my brother was like, afraid of poking his eye out and I had to keep telling him your body will stop you from doing will that. stop you from harming yourself like actually like harming yourself is one of the hardest things, things to, to do, do. It has to be an accident. there has to be an outside force your body literally is like you're not doing that your natural <laughs> reaction is not to hurt yourself you literally can't okay so this is when i noticed i remember saying that i thought kyle was going to be annoying on the show yeah, yeah, yeah kyle has actually been very low-key but in the diary room was like if you make it a competition put it in the contact i'm gonna like really try to win and then i was like oh kyle is just annoying in the diary room like this is where his energy's at because kyle in the live feeds i think that's when the tiktoker in him comes out and he's just like blah, blah, blah. and then like when <laughs> He's just sitting around doing normal. He's a normal person. Very normal. But maybe also everybody else, so much is going on and everybody else is doing like so much. And I think Kyle actually is there to play the game. Mm, I did read somewhere that I think he was recruited to be on the show. But I do think that Kyle is actually there to play the game. So I think everything else is happening. And not to excuse Kyle from doing stuff to Taylor because all of them have at least said one bad thing about Taylor. So I want to make that clear. But I do think Kyle probably came in this house, saw things going like some way. And he was like, is this game? Is this not game? Like, I'm here to play. I don't I don't really know what's happening. So I'm just going to like chill out and find out what's going on. I do feel like he's been better at 
from what I've seen, like, because there's a couple of clips I've seen from the live feeds, and he does seem to have kind of like aligned himself in a literally alliances, but also just kind of like having smart discussions with people for whatever reason. Monty still has this weird thing with Taylor, and I feel like Kyle has been able to be like, I don't think this is the smartest thing for us to do. I feel like Kyle has made himself much of a smarter player than some of the other boys in the house. <laughs> I just thought that was interesting because it was like waste of time. Let's get to the competition. Very much a waste of time, but I wanted to notate it because I'm like, wow, why are we doing this? Who cares? Yeah, low on content. Very low because literally all they do is bash Taylor like they talk about nothing else like we can't even hear game talk about Taylor anymore because they'll just cut the feed it's that bad it's that bad Jasmine's sister is like on Instagram like oh the live feeds are edited and it's like actually the live feeds are very live the only thing that's edited now is like they're cutting the feeds to make all these other players look better so we want to see you guys play a game like I just don't understand why they're still doing this I think it's because they're all like convinced that they're not doing anything wrong like I think it's become second nature of them it's like, oh, I'm going to make my coffee and I'm going to say one bad thing about Taylor. Like they're editing it to make it seem like Taylor is more involved. They're telling a different story based on the rewriting that the house guests are doing in their own mind about the actual reality of what's happening there. And then also because Taylor is not getting all the pieces, she's also playing a part in that she believes that she's doing these things. They all believe that this is what it is because they're, they've created this reality. They've created this reality and that's what they are, this perception, that's what they're going with. Jasmine was sitting right there when Paloma said that she wanted to get Monty out. But then in the diary rooms, Jasmine is literally saying like, why would Taylor lie? Why would she do all that? Like she literally has forgotten that she was right there when Paloma said this. Girl, Paloma went home. So like, I'm pretty sure Paloma didn't remember she said it either. She also lost it. That's happening. We also learned about the guys alliance, the Oasis. Also, I will say in na- talking about names, I thought they were the Pose Posse, like P-O-S-E. And I was like, why did Paloma's friends call her Pose? And it is, yeah, I'm like, oh, Poe, apostrophe S. My bad. So it makes way more sense. And now I'm understanding why they're the Poe's posse. I still think it's a dumb name, but I'm like, okay, makes sense. I think the naming of alliances is dumb. stupid. I was trying to think the other day, if I were on this show, would I care about naming my alliance? I don't think I would. I'd probably be like, you know what? Well, I don't even want to name this alliance because as soon as someone else out of the alliance says the name, y'all gonna want the alliance to be dead. So maybe if we never name the alliance, no one will talk about the alliance. I'm almost <laughs> certain it's the producers and like, it's like just kind of like a antiquated at this point type of thing because in the hashtag era it made sense to name your alliance because then Twitter would be like hashtag blah 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 but I think we're kind of past like hashtags mattering the way they used to you can get away with not having it but I think that is why they named them and they're always ridiculous names I couldn't tell you but yeah the Oasis Alliance is Pooch Kyle Joseph Monty. Turner and Monty so all the guys except for Terrence and Michael also given homophobic you know the girls girls and Oasis their favorite thing to do is exclude at least two of the members Right. <laughs> They're it like, is. we can't be an all guys alliance. It's like, we I'm don't just, have all the guys in right. it. So it's not. It's not an all guy alliance. <laughs> like they're they're Turner and Terrence right there, or Michael and Terrence right there. They're Look. not in it. They're so you know we're not an all guys alliance. We just yep. happen to be an alliance full of guys. <laughs> all guy alliance. We are just an alliance of all guys. It's different. Yes. Those are different things. Completely. I understand that we say people are physical threats simply by the way they look. And I'm always like, sure, sure, sure. But are they? Because I'm like, what what have any of them done? Period. They worked out while they, before they came off the show and they have muscles. There are lots of people who have muscles and I don't make them good at things. You're not an athlete. Like, I'm, I am an athlete. Like, I legitimately, like, bike 10 miles a day, box three times a week. I'm not, like, muscular. And I'm like, I bet there are people who work out who that doesn't mean that they're good at things. I guess when you're in the house, right, you have nothing to base it on. 
on it, which is why sometimes racism happens. Because the first thing you know about a person is what they look like. That's it. That's all. That's all you know. You don't know anything to say about them. So you're looking at someone. You're like, they have muscles. Now I don't know if their muscles work, but I don't have muscles. So <laughs> then we're just gonna err on the side of caution. No, I get it. I get it. But I'm like, in the, all the seasons, I'm like, I think we give people a lot. But I think the problem is that once the season has continued on, these people with muscles who aren't performing well are still seen as physical threats. That is where I get. I'm like, what have they yeah. done? Like when we're like two or six weeks in and this person hasn't won anything, I don't believe that you're just throwing comps anymore. Maybe you could give me that for like two, three weeks, but I'm like, we're week six, week seven, and you still haven't won anything. I just think you're not good at this game. <laughs> it's, it does become like, okay, prove it. <laughs> Let's just vote you out. Yeah, what are you doing? Like, I'm not scared of you. Like, uh, you're not, you haven't won a single veto. You're good. Well, now you're just floating and you still got to leave because that's my spot. I would try to be a floater. I think if I played any game, I would try to play a floater game. I can't see myself being the head of anything. No. So I'm like, yeah, I probably would have to play a floater game. I think it's more fun. I'm like, get all the gossip. Like, yeah, let me t- tell me all the time. Oh, I love gossip. Definitely. We'll definitely try to do that. But I think I would be at least a little bit better about like spilling tea than some people are. Some of the girls got real dumb in terms of spilling tea. I'm like, that was fucking stupid. Oh, that was it. Uh, I think that's the next episode. I'm like, oh, I was so annoyed. I'm like, why are we doing this? Like, so oh. Monty's in the diary room saying that he is going to stay loyal to Pose Pack, but he has the Oasis Alliance as a backup. So this reminded me of when I told you last episode that like most people will just accept alliances just to now have a connection with someone else. And they're sure. like, but this one's my real alliance. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is just in case that real alliance goes away. I got this backup alliance. And that makes sense. Yeah, just to join them all, but be loyal to none. Or one. Whichever I need to be loyal to right now. I think you do have to be loyal to somebody because it'll be very hard to maneuver through the game without a loyalty to anyone. That's fair. A loyalty that at least they can feel is loyal. I mean, maybe you're not officially loyal, but you have to have somewhat of a little bit of a trust with someone to get further in the game. Right, right. Because you would go crazy if you trusted completely no one. Trust you as far as I can throw you. Like, I trust you to an extent. So, Nicole's talking about the bromance between Joseph and Pooch. But I want to point out that really to me, it looks like Pooch is the one always touching Joseph. I don't really ever see Joseph touching Pooch on the feeds. I, I saw one like clip on Twitter of Joseph touching Pooch's butt, but it was like a while ago. I'm, I'm glad that the show finally addressed it, that like, yes, this is like a thing. I was in Missouri. I was in a fraternity. So I just know this type of person, this type of boy. And that is the thing that boys do. White boys are very just kind of touchy sometimes. Like they literally just will be like, yeah, I'm going to hug and kiss and rub on each other and we're gonna slap dicks and like yeah that's just what they do so like it's not weird i don't think it's weird i think the part that's weird to me is that everyone made it seem like it was very a mutual two-sided yes mutual joseph be minding his business and pooch is crawling into that man lap and it's fine if joseph joseph is okay with it i have no problem with but everybody's just like they kept saying them too no it's a pooch thing it is very heavily pooch Pooch wants a little bit of Joseph. That's the thing. Yes. Let's, let us acknowledge that Pooch is the one doing most of the touching and Joseph allows it to happen. There was a time when uh, Joseph tried to do something. He's like, oh, I'm going to do it back. And Pooch was like, no, I'm not submissive or whatever. So yeah. Like, like, but maybe, so maybe Pooch doesn't allow Joseph to touch him. 
He doesn't. And, and Joseph was like, neither am I submissive, but you'd be touching me anyway. So that's what I'm like. Everybody's saying like, it's very like, like two ways. And I'm like, no, I think it's just pooch, but that's fine. If Joseph's uncomfortable, I just don't want us to breeze over. Like maybe he is uncomfortable and he just is afraid because of the game to say something. Wow. Do you ever think that happens? That's I'm sure that has happened. Like, yeah. That's happened on plenty shows. The idea of winning a, such a, a lot of money, which is I even think was happening with the racism against Taylor is some of the people were not comfortable with what was happening to Taylor but I think because of game and winning the money they're like well I don't want to speak out if I'm the only person speaking out because then this can ruin my game kind of like Michael who like and at least alludes to it in his um or in his uh, confession room where he's like I potentially like if I win the veto I could use it on Taylor like it might be good for my game because I like Taylor so he might be one of those people who like also was like damn this kind of sucks but like this is where the house is. This is where I got to be. Michael's definitely one of those people because there is a live feed of him and him making a joke about Taylor. Then him going 20 minutes later with Britney to another room. And he's like, oh, that felt disgusting. But I just feel like I have to bash her too because everybody's bashing her. And I want to like bond with everyone so that I can play this game. Wow. And so it, it, it becomes like, like that. And so it, that's why I just... I won't say like competition shows, but I enjoy watching certain things because of the psychology of like, what will people do for money? I think that that's kind of the, like a lot of the point of these shows that you see how wild people are really to go for money. So yeah, now Jasmine wheels in. Of course. The editors love that squeaky wheel. <laughs> to pick the players for the veto comp. And I wrote, between her accent and the wheeling in, it's driving me crazy. I really just be typing my feet. This is like a journal. My notes are really just a journal diary entry for me. I'm like, oh, I can't take this. They were picking veto, the veto players. It made me wonder what it's prompted and what is not. Do you think they just put the right players in the veto competitions, like in the bag. I'm like, what if they only put Michael's name in there? Taylor in her confessional is like, I really want to pick Michael. And then of course she picks Michael. I bet the producers just put those names in there and there's no one else's name. Some of the fans on Twitter who are like really hardcore fans, they believe that it's rigged. Yeah, it makes sense that it's rigged. I believe that there's a possibility that it's rigged. I also believe there's a possibility that it's not. I think it depends on the situation and what's called for for the show. Because I, I'm not above thinking that the producers the not rigged this because of course at least rigged it like it makes like it makes good TV. Like thank I mean you. I was talking to one of my friends um, on Instagram, and he was just like, "Oh, I don't like certain competition shows because it feels rigged." Well, I think he was talking, we were talking about Drag Race. He was like, it feels like Drag Race is rigged. And I was like, I don't care if it's rigged. Like, if you're going to rig it, give me entertaining TV. Even if they rig it to where like certain people play the video, there's still the possibility that someone they didn't expect to win wins. Like, it's still like a little random. It's just that we're going to pick the player. It's fun. Like, this is TV. Like, you know what I mean? Like, who cares? If it makes a better episode, I'd rather they do that. Exactly. It's a game. Like, besides like all the bad stuff that happens within the Big Brother, this is a game. So like... The biggest thing is to make good TV. Only one person can win this money. So I think the rest of them should really be worried about being good TV to be invited back to win, to earn more money. Hey, yeah, that's true. Like get rid of people who are good TV because Terrence, what are you doing in this house? You can go. So that's how I feel about it. I'm always there for good TV. I'm always there for the player that's going to give us something to talk about. Like I get that the people are on reality competition shows are being themselves, but also like be a character a little bit because like that's the fun of key TV. Well, not Jasmine's character. Please take the accent away. That character is not working. We do not like it. Jasmine picks Amira. Taylor, um picks Michael and Pooch picks Terrence. So I thought this was interesting because when Jasmine and Pooch are talking, they're both like, I want to pick someone in my alliance. Right. 
Taylor is like, I would like to pick Michael because he's my friend. And I thought that was so interesting that she's like the only person, like not in an alliance. And like, I just want someone who's- Who will be there, who I like, I can at least be like, okay, this is my person. Or like yes. this person I, that I think cares about me. And I just thought the juxtaposition was so interesting. Because one, I don't even know if Michael's really her friend. That's questionable because he has said a couple things about her. But I think out of everybody in the house, he's probably closer to her friend. And I think that's what it, she means by, by also I'm like- do Pooch and Jasmine have real friends either? Well, that's the thing. They didn't say they wanted to pick their friends. They said they wanted to pick someone in their alliance because they're in alliances. Taylor is not has not even been invited to an alliance. She's the public enemy number one, apparently. She can always be a number. For no one to even fake an alliance with her is outrageous to be. Wait, yeah, she can be a pawn because you know everyone else hates her. So you're like, let me just be with Taylor because I'm like, I know if I go up against her, she going home. Because like even the girls, they haven't still even like fake invited her to the alliance. You know what I mean? They're just talking about using her and she She's not even a part of the alliance. She doesn't even have to be a part of the girls' girls. You can make up a new name and add Taylor and then the real core is six of you. That is interesting that no one's like picked her up for something. But I guess hell, when all they do is talk shit about her, maybe they can't. Like like you said, everyone's like, oh, I can't be with her because she's toxic. Jasmine chooses Daniel to host the competition. I was very frustrated about this. I do think his Poseidon character was much better. I didn't pay any attention. I was just like, is it because he's an Elvis impersonator? I think so. And then Jasmine also was like, I don't want to compete. Jasmine in- knew she wasn't even going to be medically cleared to compete. That's in the live feed. They haven't said that like on TV yet. They barely talk about it in the feed. Kyle's like, have you seen the doctor about your feet? Like, are you even taking care of this? You called it last week, though, that she said she ain't gonna do nothing for the rest of the season. Well, I mean, I don't know. It probably does her. I don't want to ignore pain because that's something that you cannot see. But she is not trying to be in the competition. Anymore. Figure out the problem. I guess because it works. It's convenient for her. She's turned her injury into gameplay. And you know what? Smart. I'm okay with that. I'm not okay with how she treats people. Yeah, Using man. the things that you can use in the game for game, that's actually game. So if she wants to milk, take me to the final two because you're going to beat me in all the comp, yeah. fine. But don't, I can't make my own food. Please cook me dinner. And then I'll complain about the way you cooked it. You need to be able to at least do that because nobody in the house is your maid. So they get into the competition. This seems like a pretty hard competition. It reminded me of a survivor competition that they did before, but much more goofier. Can't really like use your legs. So definitely hard probably annoying I think just because you have to use your face to keep hitting this ball I'm also like who's sanitizing these balls I'm like where are they where are they going where are they coming from like this sounds gross but when it starts to rain I was like oh I would be done I was laughing because for one second I was just like wait when did it start raining in California like no you know that they sprinkle water but my first thought when I saw that competition was like now how Terrence gonna look doing this and boy did he look off and also what does this have to do with the festival yeah the theme is so loose very I also felt that way about like the country theme I guess like that's a little more like I understand Pie Fest. Pie Festival, I can understand that. I don't know why it had to be country themed, but I understand a Pie Festival. Terrence is doing awful. But Michael starts killing it immediately. I think he has the first to two balls in there. Pooch has like a bunch of them just pulled up. Thought he was going to win because he had so many there. I was like, he's going to knock these in and come back from behind. And like, I was like, I felt bad for Taylor because I was like, she's going to go home. Like, there's no way that if Pooch wins this, Taylor doesn't go home. Taylor asked her, asked him to let her take the shot so that oh, she could try yes. and win. Yes. And Michael's like, okay, like, I'll let you do that. Then she misses it. And she like said it so loud. And he was like, okay. Like, he, I'm like, I'm like, because I'm like, do people know that they're working together? I felt. No, I don't think anybody thinks they're working together. I think she just was like, if you can wait. Let me try. So she misses that. And Michael's like, okay, well, Pooch could win any second. So I'm going to just have to take this veto win. But I did want to say that when Taylor got her first shot in, literally it was crickets. No one said a thing. And then Monty goes, good job, Taylor. I was like, they are so shady. 
for no reason. Or or maybe they were doing it for gameplay because they didn't want Pooch to think they were rooting for her. Even if it is gameplay, for no one to even cheer for Taylor is so, so, so shady. Root for everyone equally. I can't wait for Taylor to get out of the house. I'm sure that like it's way worse in there than we know. Curious as to like what her interviews and YouTube videos are like when she's done because I'm like it seems like it's like pretty fucking awful. I think she feels bad but I don't think she knows how much they dislike her because they're not doing it to her face and that's why they don't consider themselves bullying because they're like but we're not saying it to her face. Which I feel makes it worse but okay. I agree. So I don't think she'll know how bad it is until she is out the house and I and I don't know if she'll actually watch the clips because maybe she it might hurt her more. Yeah, like, I'd, I'd rather not know. She's also a very good person, so she might also still want to be different afterward. I don't think I could. I am not half the woman that she is. I do hold grudges. I do. I won't lie. I will admit that on this podcast, I do hold grudges. I will be angry for months, for years. Michael wins the veto competition. Obviously, they're like, okay, set in stone. We're going to keep the nominations the same, and then we're going to steamroll Pooch out of the house. But Michael suggests, well, now might be a good time to get Joseph out. And, like, what if we backdoor Joseph, and they're both the block and then one of them has to go home and i'm like every season they always talk a big game and i hate that they even edit it in anymore because i get it but like we always know they're not going to do it they always say like oh we should do this thing and blah blah blah. but then they in the end they never end up putting that person up so like stop talking about it then don't show me that on the edit just leave it out i think michael was 100 percent ready to backdoor joseph i think michael did that as his way to try and let them use the veto on taylor because i think he wanted to use it the girls were never going to go for that and i don't i don't understand why the girls wouldn't to me, that is a very good idea. Because the girls are blinded by hate. That is the only reason they don't see that that is actually a good idea. Jasmine, her diary room says, great, I want to keep noms the same. I really want to get a big threat out of the house. I do not believe that Pooch or yeah, Taylor hey. are big threats. Big threat. I do think that Pooch is a threat to the girls' game. I think he doesn't really want to work with the girls. I agree. Like, I don't think Pooch himself is a big threat, but he is the one that, like, <laughs> is the loudest about not liking the girls. Taylor can be good at the comps, as we've seen. She's coming second in a out of them but she has not won anything on top of that she also doesn't have the number she can't be that good at this game even if she's good at comps she's still mostly alone so i'm like how is she a threat the biggest thing would be that she, maybe if she won an hoh no one would know what she's doing but be, that's because no one talks to her so right. if someone talked to her then you know what she's doing but taylor right now is not a threat to anyone's actual game except for maybe monty's and honestly i feel like even that is loose because monty has the numbers on his side i also feel like it's wild that monty has the numbers what has Monty done? Nothing but annoy me, so I don't know. <laughs> just get on my dang nerves. I'm, the glasses are annoying. Oh, I kind of like, I don't like his, but I have glasses like that. But yes, he's a... Uh... I just don't get why he's wearing them. Oh, <laughs> I don't know, fashion. If he was actually giving looks. That's fair. He's not giving looks. It's he is wearing the same sweat. Is he from Florida? Where is he from? Couldn't tell you. Don't remember. Don't care. I don't remember either. So one thing I was excited, though, is that both people think they're a pawn. So I knew somebody was going to be blindsided, which I do love a good blindside. I think That'd if I did true. go on a show, I want to be blindsided. I know that's terrible, but I think it's part of the experience. It'll be like a part, a bigger like, oh, wow, this is like y'all played a good game. Like I like I want to know, I, like not know I got got like, damn, y'all playing well. <laughs> I would want to know that you got me out and you were better you were better players than me. If the, I feel like being blindsided is two things. One, you guys were better players than me. And two, I probably got overconfident. So I would think that would be, for me, a good way to go out. Then, like, everybody's just telling yeah, me I'm like, leaving and there's nothing else that. for me to do but give up. I'd rather go out knowing, like, they played a better game and they got me and that I maybe was too overconfident because I got comfortable and it was my own fault. I mean, and, like, that's how Pooch got Because this is when Pooch <laughs> had the conversation with Joseph where they were like, I don't know, dude, you 
you should kind of look out for this. And Pooch was very confident and very sure that like nothing was going to happen to him. I don't understand how you can like not understand that like you should never be that comfortable. Like to not campaign is crazy to me. If I remember from the live feed, like he was throwing Monty's name under the bus. Oh, so he did get a little nervous in the live feeds. Yeah, he did. He did get a little nervous. Michael doesn't use the veto in the end. Even after talking about that, they end up not using the veto. So the nominations stay the same. And that is where we leave the renomination re ceremony. Oh, yeah. Well, there's a couple things I just wanted to talk about. Nicole talked about her mom, but I thought that was very sad. But I wasn't that sad because she's been mean. Mm, her mom has cancer, battling cancer. The sad moments are so, they don't hit when the people are terrible. I feel this way with reality TV in general. Whenever there's a sad moment, I'm like, this always feels produced to me. But like on Drag Race, it's obviously produced when they're like doing their makeup and they talk about the sad moments. But it really do be hitting like this season of Big Brother's Heart because they're putting these sad moments in for you to feel for these contestants. But I think they've just shown so much ugliness that is very hard for me to feel bad and to like feel emotion for them. I just feel numb to it, if that makes sense. So then I'm just like, Ugh, I just want to move on because I know I'm supposed to feel sad and I don't. And this makes me feel icky because I'm like, I don't feel anything. I mean, I feel that way about most things on TV. I'm like, okay, sure. Like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's great. I, those are things I fast forward through. It is a little uncomfortable because it does feel performative. It's like, here's like, my story that I have to put out for the world for people to relate to me. And it's like, people can relate to you without having a sad story. Also, I wanted to bring up that Daniel, Jasmine, Amira, Alyssa, Michael, and Indy are talking in the HOH room. Daniel says that he wants to vote Taylor out, but he will vote Pooch out because that's what the house wants. And it's just interesting to me that we've reached a point and Big Brother, at least what people have told me in the past, they didn't do this all the time. But now everybody's just always trying to vote with the house. Yes, it makes it boring. Earlier seasons of Big Brother, it was like, I legit don't know who's going home. Like, I know, or you might have a good idea that like this person is going to get voted out. But it was never like unanimous, unanimous, unanimous. And I feel like now it's very like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to vote with the house. And I'm like, why? I think it's this idea of the resume. And I, they talk about it on Survivor too a lot. And I think it's the idea, oh, I was always in on the house vote. I was, I voted with the house every single time. And it's like, that's what they think that the resume oh, is. So? And I think that you can win the show without always having to be in on the oh, vote no. with the house. Me and jury, what does that say to me? To me, it doesn't tell me anything. If you can explain it well, yes, I knew what the house was doing. But I didn't want to do that. So I was able to flip the vote to what I was doing. You know what I mean? It's that they, I don't feel like they even try to yeah. be flipping the votes. They're just like, okay, I'm going to vote with they the house because I just want to put on my resume that I was always in with the votes. And if only one person can win this show. Please give us good TV if you would like to be invited back. Like it makes the voting less dramatic. When, when they do the vote, when you start to see like people who are like very close to Pooch voting Pooch out, it's like, well, all right, this is just going to be a unanimous vote. And then it's boring. And then that's what makes me skip through the vote because I'm like, all right, it doesn't matter. And then I do want to say that they are so shocked at the idea about putting two men on the block, but they always talking about we want the men to go home. You know, the best way for men to go home, put two of put them on the, on the block. That's what I'm that is what I was saying. I'm like, I, it irks me that they always they do this every season. They'll talk about something like that. They're like, we don't like meatheads, blah, 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 blah. We should backdoor them. They always have this discussion right before they do the renomination ceremony, and then they never do it. So I'm like, stop editing it in because it's not gonna happen and I don't care. But I don't get why they don't. What is so hard I about agree. just it matter. putting like, what is, what is going to happen? Because I bet if you put Pooch and Joseph up, people are going to vote Joseph out, and then it's Pooch, and I don't think Pooch is that big of a threat. Like, what's going to be mad? You have to use your HOH to plant the seeds in people's heads. You put up to people, they might not think they're a threat, but once they're on the block, guess what? People start seeing them as a threat. They're like, oh, well, here oh, they are for the rhythm. taking. Yeah. Let me vote them out. Agreed. And you can pull people onto your side to see that when you're HOH. It's like, actually use your HOH 
to gain people to see the way that you're playing the game. That That's the point that I think, at least for Big Brother, is the point of it. Like, mm-hmm. use your HOH power to get people to see the way that you're thinking and that these people need to go, you know, because once somebody's up on a platter like that, it, it is hard right. to not want to take no, the bait. And then the other thing is that, like, you, ha- they literally have the votes. I'm like, you have the votes to get Joseph out. Because you had the votes to get Pooch out, so why wouldn't you have the votes to get Joseph out? And their they whole thing was like, we don't want Pooch to be too catch on. And I'm like, what? If they're on the block, at that point, what does it matter if he catches on? And if they're on the block pre-jury, it really does not matter if they well, catch sure on. Doesn't. Let them jury management go. starts once the jury starts. If you're out pre-jury, I don't really I don't care how you feel. You, think. you can be mad. Be mad. And and at least for the people, like if Turner, they're like, oh, maybe Turner's going to make it to a jury. So we don't want him to be mad. We can work on that relationship when afterwards when, when, while we're in the house. I agree. Because we can now he doesn't have anybody. I can we try can and pull him yeah. in to my, with me. We're still focused on getting Pooch out. So like he's going to be mad either way. So I'm like, I like get a bigger threat out. I, I think it's just smarter to do that. But don't matter because I didn't do it. Especially since everybody was voting the same. He's going to be mad at everyone. Because that's another thing. They're always all doing full votes. Right. Then what are you scared of? Because everybody's voting the same. So, like, so he's going to be mad at everybody. We so all going to pretend like we found out last minute. Yeah. And then I was just also last thing, but I was just tired of Pooch saying that Taylor was public enemy number one. I just did not get it. I just like, stop saying that. Weird. I think he was. <laughs> she was his public enemy number one. Yes, but it's just a weird statement to say, I think, for the game. Maybe, I don't know, maybe because of I be feeling like triggered watching the show. Like literally sometimes I just text my friend. I'm like, I just feel sad today. And then I'm like, oh, it's probably because I've been it's so like, heavily yeah. on the feeds. Yeah. <laughs> my whole mood race. is just... You need to stop watching those feeds, child. Yeah. But, okay, before we end this thing, I did write some note about, um, at least during this point in time, what the live feeds were doing. Mm-hmm. People were not happy at this point in time with the bestie twist before we, like, found out about what that was. Like, Twitter yeah. was very mad because they said it was interrupting the gender war that was happening. Like, I'm curious on what you think. What the actual bestie twist is or, like... Like, yeah, before you found out about the bestie twist. I feel like it was weird to bring in another twist so soon. And I also am never a fan of like, cause like at this point I was like, I'm assuming they're going to have me playing as doubles and I'm never a fan of people playing as doubles. It never gives a drama it's supposed to give. Like I'm gotcha. like, I feel like, it's always like, Mrr. then I feel like the thing with Big Brother is that they'll have a twist and then it goes away the next week. And I'm like, so then why do we do it? <laughs> but yes, I like, I would like to see this gender war because I'm like, I feel like girls every season are always like, let's get the men out. And then it never happens. So I would love to see the, the girls actually band together and get rid of the guys. I think the problem is that people just get in an alliance and most people get in alliances with people that they like. So mm. then it's easier to trust that they're not going around and talking sure. about you. And so being in solely like bonded because of gender is hard because you don't really trust this person. And so then you just, as soon as they think that someone's throwing them under the bus, which they might be, they're like, I have to vote them out right away. And it's like, well, if you really are about the cause, which is yeah. what the cookout was really about the cause, because those they did not really yeah, like each yeah. other. And, I mean, I, they like each other now, but. But they did it in the house. You could tell. In the house, they were arguing, <laughs> okay, which, yeah, which is why nobody thought they were really an alliance. But it was always like, it was a greater cause. That's what stuck them together. They were like, we really want to see a black person win even if it is not me. Like Tiffany basically threw her game away. Yeah, she did. Trying to make sure that a black person won. And that is like, and I feel like the problem with the gender wars, especially, I don't want to say that, but especially when you're playing with white women. No, yeah, it is. They are not, 
I'm not throwing my game away (laughs) just for any woman to win, you know, and you have to really be for that cost. We are in an alliance until you can no longer benefit my game. And as soon as the moment that happens, you are done. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to like fighting for a bigger cause. I 100% agree. And And usually in alliance, you think you can beat those people or you don't think you think they can help you in any way. And most of the time with this gender thing, you don't really think these people can help you at all. Like you don't really see any benefit to it. So it's just there's no really reason to like help each other. So it's like but it was interesting that that was starting to happen. And everybody was just like, we hope this twist doesn't ruin what's actually because like it's like the game was finally starting. Yeah, literally, because we have not voted at this point. It was like two weeks in and we literally had like not had a vote. So game was actually starting. I know. Well, that was a Wednesday's episode. Yes. So we'll be back to talk about Sunday's two hour eviction episode. Two hours. Well, that's because they were there. The government is falling apart. So they were like, we have to like move I know. this episode, child. <laughs>